Oprah Winfrey asked singer India Ari how looking back at the start of her young career, how she wrote such beautiful lyrics at such a young age. And Ari said that she said, I wrote them, but I didn't fully embody those lyrics. What I wrote and sang were more lyrical affirmations on what I wanted to become and come into my life. This is what the sales life is to me. Many times there are lyrical affirmations of the changes I'm heading toward and struggling with in my own life. But what's important to me is that I put it out there like a stake in the ground and then I head toward that point. I don't have it all together. I mean, what is all together? I don't, I don't think any of us have it all together because there's little pieces of us missing sections of our lives that just don't quite fit right in the puzzles of our own lives. That's why we need each other. We need each other to help put those pieces in place. We need each other to help poke and provoke one another to change, to evolve, and to better use and me's. Whether it be weight loss or finances, children, job situation, education, self-esteem, family, man, you name it. We're all dealing with it at one time of our lives or another. Sometimes it's all of them all at once. So I speak about these these experiences that I have, these trials that I go through, but I also speak to what I want to truly manifest in my life. Sometimes it's one sentence I get from from a book, other times it's an idea that that's birthed from a podcast, and other times it's just while sitting there with my children watching a show, but if it's something that I can relate to, I don't keep it bottled up. I share it with you. I share it with you in hopes of not only if I can share it, if I can, if I can share that part of it, then I get a better understanding of it. And then as I share it, I can also help you and heal and hope, you know, in, in hopes of, of healing and, and pushing you toward being a better you. I don't want you to be like someone else. I want you to be the best possible, unique version of you. So many times I'll record a podcast and then and then I'll read something I wish I would have read before I recorded. And I want to go back and say, oh, by the way, but I can't. It's already out there. And yesterday was like that. If you remember, we were talking about bringing an awareness into the emotional decisions that 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 you're about to make. And sometimes you can disrupt the decision by just changing the environment. But other times it's it's asking yourself questions. Is what I'm about to do, is it going to be beneficial? Will it add more or less stress? Will it bring harm to myself or others? Asking questions will help mitigate or minimize the emotional decisions. And then sometimes we still mess up. But even if you do mess up, you immediately get back on track. So say, for instance, you, you just smash a big ass seafood platter. Well, the next day, get your ass back in the gym. Don't just waller in self-pity. Get back in the gym and then even intensify the effort. That way you're back on, on track again. And yesterday I was reading a book called Thinking in Bets. And that's it was written by uh, retired poker player Annie Duke. And she has a, a unique 10-10-10 rule, which she, what, what she does is she puts the regret in front of the decision. Think about that. How many times have we made a decision and then we regretted? Well, what she does is is she puts the regret in front of the decision by asking the 10-10-10 rule. And so the 10-10-10 is this, is how will I feel if I made this decision 10 minutes ago? How will I feel if I made this decision 10 months ago or 10 years ago? See, when you ask this question, what you're doing is, is you're using, you're using similar past experiences and many of the experiences we regret and you use those to help derail the decision that you may potentially about to make from, from an emotional state of mind. 
See, what you do is you recruit the past and future you. And what that'll do is it'll inhibit the emotional part of your brain. Remember, the emotional part of your brain, that's your limbic system. That's your unconscious system also. And what it'll do is asking these questions activates the past and and future you. And what it'll do is it'll activate the prefrontal cortex. Now, your prefrontal cortex, that's your command center. That's your CEO of your uh, of your brain. That's the front part. That's the awareness part, and it helps you make better informed decisions. But you know what? Saying all that, we still mess up, don't we? And we do. And Duke, Duke says this. She says, you, you've got to, you've, in order to be happy, you've got to look at your life as a long-term investment. Not a ticker tape. And a ticker tape is this. If you, if you tune into one of those financial channels, you'll, you'll see the uh, stock prices rolling real fast across the bottom of the screen. Well, that's the ticker tape. Well, the ticker tape, what you'll do is one minute you're looking at the price, it'll be one price. And then a few minutes later, some sort of news or something, some event will happen. And all of a sudden you see the stocks go down and they go up and down. And too many times she goes on to say is, is that we're ticker watchers of our own lives. So we're looking at every Everything as in the moment decisions. We're looking at everything and the um, the emotional overall part of our lives. We're looking at it as a ticker tape. You're going to have wild swings in life, but you've got to sometimes zoom out and look at your life as a long term investment. That way, it'll bring more increased happiness. I tell my sales crew all the time in the month: play the round, not the whole. Just because one day it doesn't mean it's going to be a terrible month. It's just. It's just one hole. Get up and play the whole round. And you got to play the whole round of your life also. Remember, no matter what happens in life, life is all negotiable. And the greatest sale that you're ever going to make is to sell you on you. Because you're more than enough. Thanks for tuning in to The Sales Life on Marsh Bice. And I'll see you next time.